1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. That would be America, talking about America. She's something to see. There's nothing, no question about it. There is no question about it. But now the question is coming up, how long can she sustain herself with the influx of absolute invasion going on at our southern border, with the aid and the abetting of the office of President of the United States. I'm not saying with the aid of the president of the United States, but the office of the president of the United States is rubber stamping the invasion and the person who is assimilating and as uh, the similitude, or they have sworn in as president of the United States, I just say it simply is allowing this to happen. And I'm asking you the question I tweeted out just a little bit ago and it's going to be a theme through the show. Just get ready for it. Americans, Aren't you tired of being treated like fools yet? Do you know what's about to happen here? Joe Biden, Joe Biden, and his, and and Jen Psaki is probably the best example of the entire Biden administration. She is an idiot. Uh, and, and no, I'm not saying that because she is a woman. Every woman who knows me know that I respect women. Big time. But this is what you need to know. How in the world, or this This is what you need to ask. Let, let's just ask the question, okay? How in the world can you or me or anybody, how can a father, a mother, justify to their family? And I'm not just talking about their immediate household. I'm talking about their family who may be falling on hard times in the family. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, there might be family members all around you who are falling on hard times. You have now turned a deaf ear and a blind eye to them, but knock, 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 no, not knock, knock, knock on the door. They just barge in to your house. And suddenly they are sleeping in the guest room, and they are eating out of the refrigerator and drinking whatever you drink. <laughs> huh? huh? That's what's happening. What would be your response to that? First of all, you wouldn't have let you, you, first of all, uh, either they'd have kicked you out or you'd have kicked them out at, wait a minute, at the door. You, they would have kicked you out and stomped you or, or, or killed you and threw you out of your own home. Or you would have turned them around at the door with whatever firepower you needed to muster in order to do it. Right? Right? Oh, yeah, I know I'm right. You would have done it. That's, that's just simply the way of the world. I don't care if we're living in caves. If this cave has been designated, if you have uh, uh, claimed this cave as yours, you have made a home out of it through your contributions to it. Oh, yeah. Going out and getting that rock and bringing it in here so we can sit on it and, you know, getting that, you know, uh, chopping down the tree or or cutting it down or whatever you do to get the tree in here. So, you know, the wife uh, and and the kiddies can eat at a table instead of off the ground to the floor. You contributed to it. You made it what it is. Your parents and poor, poor parents, they all work to try and make it what it is. Right. Suddenly in comes somebody who hasn't put anything on the table, nothing on the table, nothing. But yet they want to be treated, and the person who is in charge of letting them in in this situation, not your situation, but just check this situation out. You you claim to have put somebody in charge to be the gatekeeper of this country, to protect and defend The United States of America, not only its constitution, but its people, its citizens, its people. That's what that's why you protect the Constitution. That's why you protect our nation's barriers. So you protect your own citizens. That's why you are a nationalist nationalist. American, red, yellow, black, or white. I'm not talking about a white nationalist or a black nationalist. I'm an American nationalist. I love my nation more than any other nation on the face of the earth. And I will prefer my people, American people, above any other peoples on the earth. Americans first. That's the way a patriot, that's the way a citizen that's the way a good family member thinks. family first. family first. right or wrong, family first. You talk about it behind closed doors to why I disagree why you're taking the stand, but family's still going to be first. all right? How in the world can you justify anybody justifies spending 86? Million dollars on hotel rooms for illegal aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't you tired of being treated like a fool yet? You spend 86 million dollars, you get, you got. There is nothing that you've ever received for one penny of you listen we send them a 100 million every year over a 100 million down to uh, central america every year more than that actually but that's just one country in honduras so guatemala that we're sending that kind of money to so we actually send uh, maybe a, a half a billion dollars down to central america every year so that they can improve their infrastructure, make things better for their people, and fight the gang violence that's down there. But no, what do they do? They steal the money, first of all. They, oh, yeah, the money's stolen. I don't know uh, what. The, the countries are still just as poor, even with the money that we have poured into them over the years. They're still just as poor. Chris Ann Hall would be my special guest uh, coming up here in this hour, and uh, we're going to talk about the constitutional crisis that's at the border. And hey, friends, I have daughters, uh, three of them. Uh, I, I raised four daughters in my home, including my granddaughter, Brittany, Um, and all of them were high school athletes. Uh, well, like, like, yeah, all of them were. All of them were the high school athletes. I was about to say one of them wasn't, but yes, she was too. Yeah. And 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 um we're gonna talk to Chris Ann also about uh, maybe a misunderstanding that we're having um with Christy Nome With Christy Christy Gnome. Huh? Governor Nome. I I for one rue the day that somebody thought it Uh, okay, proper to allow a biological male to compete in the same sport as a biological female and call it uh, honest competition now I, I will I will tell you I still admit it um i've ha you know I grew up with a lot of girl cousins all right and um been, grew up around women you know you know, and I enjoy the company i enjoy the company of women i really do um, but there were times when we would race I'm talking about growing up you know when I was Six, seven, eight years old, you know. And quite frankly, my girl cousins could outrun me. They were very athletic at six, seven, eight, nine years old, 10, even 11. Uh, one of them could smoke me. There's no question about it. The girl had speed. And maybe what made me run so fast once I finally got into uh, junior high and, and college, I was trying to prove something, you know. So my point is this. There comes a time, though, when my testosterone kicks in and their estrogen kicks in, right? And there's a flip-flop in the genetics, in the chemistry, rather. In not the genetics, but the chemistry, of male female, that little adolescent uh, girl, the the tomboy, uh, as we used to call, you know, girls back then who you know were not really girly and all that kind of thing, and and uh, there were tomboys and we We enjoy their company, especially if they could play baseball <laughs> and uh, I guarantee you every one of them who got to run us could play who could play baseball. They played baseball really good and so we could make a team, a real team We all could with the girls we could always have nine on each side okay when the neighborhoods came around when the, you know we played baseball on Saturday afternoons in, in my neighborhood we had a sand lot sandlot type baseball uh, field. And we had a lot of fun growing up. The And then the grown-ups would play, you know, on Sunday afternoons or Sunday evenings. Yeah, they would play. Yeah, well, uh, yeah they would play. I think they'd play once a month or something like that. But we play every Saturday during the summer months, baseball. And the girls were great athletes. But now the point is this. At what point in time does that stop being competitive sport instead of fun? Because if you're talking about uh, a male competing against a female in the decathlon, which is six different competitions. I have, I've had uh, uh, Cla- Claxton Bernard. Uh, decathlete, on with me you know, last week or week four. That's six different events, and they're grueling. There's no way, unless you're you know just one of those men uh, who are just out of shape, you know you know, uh, and and you know just totally burnt. There's no way a woman's going to beat you, even if even even if, if you're in tip top shape, she's in tip top shape. There's no way she's going to beat a male. There's just no way. It's, it's, it's just the same way in the animal kingdom. And, and you know, we're uh, God's crowning glory as far as his creations uh, are concerned, of any mammal or animal or anything creeping thing. We are the crowning glory of it. But still uh, the same design of the male female is the same throughout the, the kingdom of, of mammals and animals in this country, in, in this country, in this world, in the, in the, on the globe. And the male is usually in the animal kingdom, I think it, 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 certainly in the, in the mammal kingdom, the male is usually the stronger, the dominant strength physically in, in the animal kingdom. That's just the way it is in the, in the human being kingdom, in the kingdom of human beings. Males are usually stronger. They're usually dominant. Body mass is different. The way the muscles are developed are different. We're built to defend, hunt, build. We're built to do that. Yeah. And, and the female, even though she's, as, she's strong, she, I mean, the female is strong, but she's built differently to, take, to, to perform different tasks. And, and, and each should play their role. But we're looking at the demise of uh, women's competition. If you allow biological males to actually compete for prizes in women's sports, It will turn into male basketball. It'll turn into, if you just have a guy out there who's good uh, at playing basketball, but he's transgender, you put him on a female's team, he's still a guy. Are you hearing me? He's still a guy. And, and the only thing that that's going to lead to is other female teams getting guys to be transgenders on their team if it means prize money or a, a gold medal or whatever. The Russians and the Chinese actually have been accused of that for years. Years. I remember we used to laugh about it sometimes. Sometimes. When I was growing up, when we'd see some of the uh, Russian athletes, women athletes, and and some of the Chinese women athletes, they looked like men. And except for us being as naive as we were back then, I'm not too sure that the Russians and the Chinese actually beat us to this transgender thing in sports. If I'm not mistaken, there was this... uh, test done to one or two of the athletes to see if they were biologically female. But you're looking at, and you can smooth believe this, you are looking at the demise of female sport if we do not Curb the (laughs) enthusiasm for uh, men wanting to be women and play sports in women's leagues. You cannot change the chromosomal. uh, It's just one of those codes that's put in by God himself. Occasionally, the nature of it uh, gets screwed up through usually the transmission of whatever uh happens you know within the the human body uh, and and sometimes the environment will create strange glitches in transmissions in um in the human body all disease all disease is a result of what we call sin it's a glitch that should not be there but it is and sometimes it it, there is a glitch in that uh, sexuality uh and we're going to talk a little bit about that when i return but my guest next is chris ann hall attorney extraordinaire and liberty university uh is something she is and her husband, Pastor JC, are founders of. I'll be back with her after these words. Don't you go anywhere. I'm CL. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. And I'm so glad that all of you could come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL Bryant Show daily. Aboard the Talk Monster. Red State Talk Radio, the largest talk platform in the nation. Glad that you come along with us daily and glad that you have made us as popular as we have become. If you're traveling through the newly awakening, Times Square, yes, it's beginning to reawaken now that they have gone to 50%. There in the city, Uh, you can look up above the iconic Ripley's, believe it or not. There is housed Uh, the Talk Monster billboard, Red State Talk billboard uh, right atop that. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there. And old C.L. looking right back at you there in Times Square. Hey, there's a lot of things that you need to take into account. As I tweeted out a little bit earlier, follow me on Twitter, at Rev C.L. Bryant. And I'm asking you, I'm asking you, aren't you tired, Americans, aren't you tired of being treated like fools yet? You should be looks like 86 million of our tax dollars uh, are being proposed to be spent on who <laughs> uh, le- illegal illegal aliens yeah that's 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 the uh, what the, that, that's the foolishness that you are putting up with on with me now is attorney extraordinaire constitutional scholar. She is a brilliant woman, someone who I absolutely admire. She and her husband, Pastor J. C. I want you to help me welcome back to the show Chris Ann Hall. How have you been?
3: I am fantastic. How are you, C.L.? It's a pleasure to be back on the show.
1: Glad to be with you. Glad to be with you. Always glad to be with you and Pastor J.C. Let me ask you this, Chris Ann. Now, uh, first of all, before we get into our conversation, I want you to tell everybody what you and J.C. are into and what's on your calendar here, what's coming up, and then I want to kick off a a conversation that I, I want us to do nonstop.
3: Well, you know us, uh, CL. We are we never stop moving. So uh, the big thing that we have is the documentary, Noncompliant, which is about to uh, be released, which is teaching people about the constitutional authority of peaceful noncompliance at the state, local, and personal levels, not just simply refusing to obey, but. Uh, enforcing our constitutions by maintaining our government's lawful authority within that consent and so we go through and we teach people what our constitutions say what those who wrote the constitutions wanted us to do and the most powerful uh, tool for people to control government so that we stop feeling defeated and discouraged and uh, start getting activated and powerful again.
1: How do people get a hold of you and uh, Pastor Hall if, in fact, they want to bring you and the university to a place like them, bring your work, your your, bo- your body, your volume of work to where they are? Talk to us.
3: Yeah. So we teach all over the country. We have constitution classes. We have American history classes. Uh, even JC has some uh, biblical training, and you can find everything. We write articles. We have a podcast that we do Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for an hour. We call it a teach show, not a talk show, where we take the current events that you see in the news and we bring them to you from a constitutional and principled perspective. Uh, our motto is liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over personality. And you can find everything that we do, and you can connect with everything that we have, our calendar, and even schedule your own events at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com.
1: chrisannhall.com, chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S. It's with a K, folks. And so you check it out, and I'm telling you that you will not be disappointed, because she has a wealth a literal wealth of knowledge Chris and uh, share some of your knowledge then as to the constitutional crisis that might be occurring at our southern border is it rising to that level has it risen to that level speak to us counsellor sure.
3: Well, it's actually been at that level. It's only now, uh, you know, exacerbating. It's it's getting much worse. The constitutional crisis begins, you know, when the federal government refuses to do Uh, the job and to uh, fulfill the duty uh, placed upon them through a delegation of power of the Constitution. So we delegated to the federal government, the states delegated to the federal government the authority to create the uniform rule of naturalization and to secure us from invasion and securing our borders. But what we have is a federal government that is refusing to do what the states have created the federal government to do, and therein lies the crisis. But I do have some good news that there is a a very powerful, very immediate constitutional solution that is available uh, to us. We don't have to sit around and wait for the federal government to decide to do the job we've hired them to do. We don't have to wait for the Supreme Court to order the federal government to do what it's supposed to do. The constitutional solution is and always will be the absolute authority of the states to do the job when the federal government refuses to do it. Because we didn't surrender power to the federal government. We delegated it, which means when they fail to do what we've asked them to do, the power returns to the states. So what we need is, number one, our border states to step up and say, okay, feds, you won't do this, we'll do this for ourselves, and they and then they take upon themselves to secure their own borders and to enforce the uniform rule of naturalization. Then second, all other states must come together and work together with the border states in in cooperation to... Secure our borders and the American people from the impending uh, dangers of people crossing the border with COVID or terrorists crossing the border and people not enforced, and the federal government not enforcing the uniform rule of naturalization. As a matter of fact, CL, there is a constitutional provision that allows the states to engage in a compact with each other. a a contractual agreement to work together to secure the borders without congressional approval. The section in the Constitution that allows this says that if there is an immediate danger The states do not have to have the permission of Congress to create a compact, an agreement with each other to achieve these goals. And when Barack Obama was president of the United States, I was actually working with state legislators in the state of Texas to create, and and there were three other states involved, to create this compact. So we have the compact created. We just need the legislators to pick it up and start moving it again.
1: Is the rule of law as far as our national rule of law absolutely being violated, and what is the end result? Uh, We're talking with Attorney Chris-Ann Hall of this invasion at our southern border. Chris-Ann.
3: Well, the Constitution is the supreme law of the land. It is the contract that created and defines the federal government. And so when the federal government refuses to abide by the Constitution, they are violating the law. They are breaking the supreme law of the land, which technically, if you want to be honest about it, makes their activity criminal. And so the enforcement of the Constitution must come now at the state level. We don't have to sue the federal government to do the job and wait for them to get around to doing it. What we have to do is, at the state level, restore the the power of the state by saying to the federal government, give them an ultimatum, do this. In the next two weeks, we'll give you 10 days to make progress on this, or we are going to start doing it ourselves.
1: When we talk about doing it ourselves, when we talk about funding as well, the federal government, what then, if they are behaving criminally, uh, Chris Ann, uh, Counselor Hall, uh, what recourse do the American people have against a federal government that is behaving in a criminal fashion? What, what type of punishment do we the people have to mete out to a government that uh, we seem to be bowing to? Talk to us.
3: Well, the punishment is in the process, actually, C.L., and the process is refusing the authority of the federal government when they're acting unlawfully. And so the federal government has specifically enumerated and defined powers that have been delegated to them by the states. And if they're abusing those powers or refusing to exercise those powers, then it is it is the duty, as James Madison said, it is the duty of the states to stand up for the rights of the People. Now, prior to the 16th Amendment, we had more immediate recourse at the state level. And that was the authority of the states to say, okay, if you're not going to secure our borders, then we're not going to pay you that money uh, through through the uh, apportionment of the tax debt to the state. So the state would simply say, we are going to secure our own borders and we are going to withhold the funding that you're requesting to secure the borders because you're not doing it. Now, the ratification of the 16th Amendment really... took power away from the states to hold the federal government financially accountable. But there are other ways to hold the federal government accountable. And here's the thing. If all the states come together and all the states chip in, to secure the borders, then we don't need additional funding to make this happen. The states can can use, in, in cooperation with each other, their resources to make this happen. And we can be independent from the federal government in this. Most people don't realize that it costs more to take money from the federal government than it does to refuse it because of all the red tape and the regulations and the additional personnel and the additional agencies. I would love for there to be a massive watchdog movement across the United States where people start demanding their state legislators do line-item accounting on how much it costs because we found at local levels in Texas that it actually costs tens of thousands of dollars uh, in – it puts the state tens of thousands of dollars in debt just to receive the money from the federal government, whereas they refuse – then they actually are ahead
1: in their finances. Wow. That is amazing, folks, when you consider the power of who you are as an American yeah. citizen in your own state. Uh, let's take back that particular uh, power. Chris, And when we look at the actions of Joe Biden, uh, what, what's going on here? Who's running this country? Because evidently, uh, within our own view of, of him— uh, even though it's distant, even though in fact it's almost non-existent, our view of him, and uh, as far as seeing him. But uh, what? Who, who's in charge here? I mean, just give us your opinion on that. Uh, who's running this thing?
3: Well, you know, CL, I would simply say the, the, the who's running it thing is the same who's running it for a very long time. Uh, what we have is a situation where uh, people who are longtime government, you know, you're talking about the employees that are there all the time, uh, the bureaucrats. Those people are running the country. The people who are not elected by the people are not running the country. And that is part and parcel because the American people have been deceived for a very long time on the power that they hold. And what is how this should really work, uh, JCL, is that the people should be running their country not by trying to control the president of the United States, but through their state and local governments. Because if when we have control over our state and local governments, then we have the ability and the authority to remove unconstitutional power from the federal government at the state and local level through peaceful noncompliance. So your county can simply say, you know what? Uh, These federal gun laws are not within the power delegated to the federal government. So we're not going to allow these federal gun laws to be enforced in our county, in our city, or in our state. And that's really the fundamental power that rests within the state and local government through the proper functioning of our constitutional republic.
1: That is amazing, folks, uh, because you see, with the shooting at uh, King Super, and uh, actually that was one of the last stores, uh, it's a huge chain in, in, in Colorado. Uh, one of the last stores, supermarkets that Jane and I actually uh, shopped at, was a King Super uh, in Denver. And um, the thing that you are needing to understand with the shooting at that King Super. In boulder uh colorado uh you can smooth believe or chris ann give us what we might expect uh with the gun law lobbyist uh emerging on capitol hill is that an inevitable thing that's going to have got about three minutes in this segment stay with me if you can
3: yeah absolutely uh we will stay and the the, the answer is Uh, experience is the oracle of truth. We know what's going to happen because of the political power that's in majority in washington dc they're going to try to push forward these uh laws that infringe upon our right to keep and bear arms the federal government's not delegated that authority as a matter of fact the people are told explicitly in the second amendment to not allow the federal government to exercise that authority you know cl i have a book called sovereign duty that teaches this check and balance at the state level on federal power and teaches not just simply what Chris Ann Hall says, because I don't teach what Chris Ann Hall says. I teach what the documents say, what those who wrote the documents wanted us to know about those documents and the proper functioning of our government.
1: It's true, folks. I know her, and Chris Ann is a scholar, and so is her husband, Pastor J.C. Hall. And uh, is J.C. there with you, Chris Ann?
3: Yes, he is.
1: Okay. Well, uh, in, on the other side of the break, I want to talk about um, not only this topic, but I also want to talk about uh, the biology of male athletes becoming women and joining, oh, yeah. the, joining the ranks of female athletes. I want to talk about what that impact may have on our society. I'd like to hear from both of you. So, folks, stay with me. I'm going to be back with the Halls. Uh, Chris Ann Hall uh, and Pastor J.C. Hall uh, will be my guest in the next segment. And there are some topics that you know that we're going to cover here that are necessary for your—if you're going to remain sane in these times, folks, listen, if you're going to remain sane, you— that have ears you better hear. Because living in your state where you are is going to become more and more important. The message that Chris Ann has just shared with you is, as far as the authority that you have as a citizen is, is great. But what good is it if you don't know that you have it or that you can even use it? Especially when they come for the only thing that stands between you and tyranny. Oh, no, it's not. uh, No, no. There's many people who have faith in God. But many people have not been able to defend it. That's your gun rights in this country. I'm CL. This is CL Bryan Show. Thank you so much for making our show as popular as it has become. You folks in Nashville coming your way. We got a fly in happening there. Uh, thank you all so much for uh, coming and being with us in Orlando, uh, Works Fly Ins. And thank you so much for being with us out in Arizona. in just this past month, it has just been nonstop. And I have a feeling it is going to actually intensify thank uh, my friends at the Talk Monster Red State Talk for inviting us into the family and making and helping us make the show as popular as it has become I'll be right back Don't go anywhere
4: You thought I
1: was worth saving So you can to change my life You
3: thought I was worth leaving So you cleaned
1: I do the best I can always oh, in the in hand,
0: and
1: for the flag I stay CL back on this great day in the USA so glad that you could come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL Bryant show daily and hey folks all of you know that I'm in the process of uh, relocating uh, the show, myself, uh, my whole operation uh, to Florida. I'll be on Hutchinson Island, Hutchinson Island uh, there in uh, Florida, and uh, Jensen Beach will be mine. Uh, I'm going to claim it as my own, and uh, all up and down that coast, uh, you will be uh, seeing me. I'm already getting... Um, engagements and so forth uh, lined up, and um, radio stations and so forth. We'll we'll see what happens, and of course we're about to do our YouTube, C.L. Bryant YouTube. Uh, channel once I get relocated, and we got all the, the equipment to do it, and and so uh, just expanding the kingdom of God uh, in the way that I do it, and uh, expanding the good news and telling the good news of America with people who help me uh, do that type thing, like the guests that I have right now with the Halls uh Pastor JC Hall is on with uh now his wife uh good friend Chris Ann Hall thank you both for uh being there with us Pastor uh, if you're available there I'd like uh you to weigh in on the impact that male female a male changing himself to in his mind i guess i don't know talk to us about that what's happening with this twistedness is there a twistedness that's going on that will affect our uh society in a negative way with this type of thing and how does christy gnome play into this
4: oh wow <laughs> that's a huge a huge question um you know, it's it's uh, it, it is confusion. Uh, I think so many elements in, involved uh, with this thing. I remember years ago, I, I listened to a uh, presentation uh, a man gave about a, a study that looked at, at you know ab- father's absent in the home, but also uh, a a sort of dominant a dominant um, mother and a you know very weak, non, uh, non-committal, uh, almost non-existent father and, and looked at the incidence of homosexuality tied to that was, was very fascinating. Uh, how that if a, a strong father did not have an imprint on the child, uh, then you would have this uh, that development in so many cases or, or in the, let's say it this way, I think they said it this way in the cases where they track that, then they could track it where there was a dominant mother and a, and not a very uh, dominant father that would uh, impart to the uh, young man. So I think just the whole family structure is what's important in these things and that, um, you know, we play our God given roles and if not, then it, it, it engenders um, confusion. And of course with, you talk about the transgenderism and that sort of thing, a a young person is like a chemical factory as they're growing up, and you, you have, in many cases, this sort of natural confusion of what what they now call gender dysphoria that uh, studies say most of the time just, you know, it's just something that passes. But but I think that's why you see this push of earlier and earlier, you know, young children, uh, they're trying to be, uh, force young children to have the sex changes and keep the parents out of it and, and lock the parents out of the decision and, you know, uh, to expand this thing. And so, uh, you've seen all the fallout of now, what bathrooms do you go to? And what about sports and, and, uh, different memberships and Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. I mean, everything begins to unravel when there's not the basic order as reflected in God's creation. And so I, I think this is, um,
1: it, you know pastor i
4: think it's adapting in ways that we haven't even conceived yet
1: wow wow that actually leads right to the question that i was going to ask you about boundaries um of course it seems as though uh this uh, joe biden is trying to erase uh, our boundaries to the south and uh, now you've just described something that erases boundaries altogether and it leads to what you said something we have cannot even conceived of yet is there a tower of babel being built here pastor speak to us
4: yeah i believe so i mean it's like i said it's an unraveling and ultimate collapse of 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 just order just utter confusion you know and i I think it's Need to be very clear here. you're not talking about people in this situation. I'm not advocating treating them as second class citizens or taking their rights
1: it's no any
4: differently. No, as far as liberty is concerned, they have every right as every other American, of course. And and I and you no, know, the Bible of course says the gospel is the power of God and the salvation. So ultimately, this is a it's a sin issue. It's a hard issue. It's a righteousness issue. So we have to bring the gospel and the Holy Spirit to bear. It. But as far as the um, fallout. For this Uh, on on, on the flip side, it's not just a political or not just a spiritual issue, not just a a, a church ministry type issue. You know, it's like we can't run that far either because it has consequences as far as the the ordered nature of society and, and the norms and boundaries, as you say, begin to collapse. And then people you don't know what to do. And furthermore, in what we've seen, not only do you not know what to do, uh, but but the things and uh, ways that are suggested are absolutely illogical and incoherent. And so you, you, you simply, you can't run a society like that where people don't know what is, they don't know what to do, they don't know where to go, they don't know what the standards are. Uh, it's, it's absolute chaos and confusion, and so that is going to destroy true progress that's going to destroy true prosperity it's going to destroy true development and and the expansion of liberty for people i think it's fascinating now you even see the disorder within the groups that would normally favor it not to be crass but i heard of a uh, lesbian dating site now being invaded by transgender men, and now those folks are upset. So even within those communities, wow. it sows disorder and collapse. And so it's it, then you know those same communities want to argue that in other communities that we should permit this, and it's destroying their own community. So it, it is utter confusion, utter chaos, and and we see just that general nature as you talked about Biden and the philosophy of the left. That's the general nature. I mean, to me, it goes all the way back as I'm studying Marx, uh, you know, as as uh, he wants his utopian vision. And so he says that, you know, the way that the way to accomplish utopia is to build a uh, a temporary totalitarian state to throw off the current social order of which capitalism and the church are the primary enemy. So it it ties back to the core leftist vision of the world where their goal really is destruction. A lot of the useful idiots don't comprehend this, but their goal really is to tear down society as we know it for some fantasy idea that they're going to have paradise on the other side of the collapse. Well, and we know that's just not the case.
1: You know, Pastor, uh, you you bring in the word utopian, and uh, many times uh, we have talked about uh, how people trade. They'll trade their freedom for you know comfort and and that type thing uh you know they'll they'll even uh, become slaves uh, and trade their freedom if, if they can be guaranteed some type of comfort but it, do is there a, a, an uncertainty of how long anything like that can last no there has never been a utopian place except for perhaps what God described uh, uh, in the garden of, of Eden, and then we messed that up we messed that up and so so yeah. I, is there any such thing Thing has there ever been such a thing, Pastor? Speak to us, please.
4: Well, it's fascinating. I uh, just in the past year, I spent the past year researching. Uh, you know, I was I was a Russian linguist in the military yeah. thirty yes. years ago, I've been studying the history of Soviet Union, communism, that sort of thing. In the past year, I, I was studying deeper because of a book that came out and studying socialism and then uh, then the anarchist movement as well. They all fall over fall under the utopianist uh, umbrella. And the fact is they have a very, very long history uh, of Adam and Eve repeated over and over again. We, I can point you to countless examples of these utopian societies and communes that have been attempted to be raised up, uh, and I think the longest I've ever seen is last about two years, and they ultimately collapse. Um, so as I really dug into this, what I, what I finally came to recognize uh, is, is the utopian ideal is, is essentially this— it is uh, man-made paradise without God. It is man wanting to take into his own hands and build the perfect world and is the ultimate conceit uh, because in nine times out of ten, you look at these, uh, these um, experiments and nine out of ten of them uh, reject uh, any notion of God Uh, or creator, or anything like that. So they are largely atheistic very, very often. The ultimate... Uh, Although there are are Christian anarchists, uh, which is a different sort of thing. But, uh, you know, at at, at the heart, it's paradise without God, perfection without God. Ultimately, that can't last. You know, our framework... Uh, within this nation has succeeded to the extent it has because it is it is founded in a gospel world view, I think encapsulated in what Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. That's the ultimate uh, root of liberty. And because uh, that's where those principles are rooted, I think that's why we've seen uh, the extent to which liberty and prosperity have gained ground in our history. But when you begin to move further and further away from a moral center and the order that flows from that, you will inevitably enter into collapse.
1: You will inevitably enter into collapse. Pastor, it's been my pleasure to have you and your bride, Chris-Ann Hall, on with me here today. Uh, We're up against the clock. Please tell us, get about 30 seconds, please tell us how to engage with you and Chris-Ann if we want to bring you to a place near us?
4: Uh, you can go to com. fill out a contact form, get in touch with us, and we'll be uh, more than happy to do our best to get where you're at and uh, and teach you and enlighten you and inspire you. Uh, this is what we do every day. It's the mission that God's put us on, and we're excited
1: about it. And friends, that's what they're all about. I'm telling you, they really are. Uh, and God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. Hopefully... Uh, as we have a, uh, talked about in times past, we'll get together soon. But once I get relocated in Florida, I'll let you know when I'll be there. And you guys come knock, knock, knocking on the door if you want to anytime. And yes, so, sir. listen, come God on down bless to
2: you. Free florida
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Look forward to it. And uh, God bless you and God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that both of you will because you are. Thank you again for being on with me. I'm CL. This is the CL Brian Show. Those were my friends, Pastor J.C. Hall and his bride, his lovely bride, Chris Ann Hall, was on with us. And hey, folks, uh, what they talk about is things that we should have been listening to for a long time but have not. And you hear it right here on the C.L. Bryant Show and our platform, platforms like ours, which this wasn't the largest one. We have intended, and we will become. You just, you just mark my word. I don't say things idly. We will become the alternate news source in the country. I'll be back. <laughs>
4: through
1: Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains of the Greatest Nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Yes, still. But folks, the fact of the matter is there is a move to absolutely change this country to a thing that we will not and have not recognized. We shall not recognize it. If, in fact, you don't stand up, push back, and do something right now. You're listening to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and around the globe, uh, over the talk monster, Red State, the largest talk platform in the nation. Thank you all for making the show as popular as it has become. If you're traveling through... Times Square, look up above iconic Ripley's, believe it or not, there is housed the Red State Talk billboard, and 24 hours a day, the C.L. Bryant Show does pop up there on that billboard, and C.L. looks right back at you there in Times Square. Hey, friends, it is a great land where a guy who came from the background, uh, the poor folk uh, that I came from, can tell that kind of story. Uh, of how you go from there to here and 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 my next guest is someone who does in fact and can relate to having mated over many dangers toils and snares Uh, i can tell you about how god has brought her and and has uh, done what he's done in her life always my delight to have on with me my good friend dr carol m swain is back with me carol welcome back to the c l bryant show
5: it's always a pleasure to be on your show and to
1: listen to you. Well, thank you for being there. And, Carol, you know, there's something that's going on. But before we get into our conversation that I want to uh, talk to you uh, sort of unabated by a commercial break and that type thing, at least uh, and by way of introducing and telling people about you, tell folks how they can get you to a place near them and how to engage with your work that you have done.
5: But well, my website is e thepeoplenews.com And if you Google my name, if you even go to com. there's a contact link. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Telegram, all over the place. But uh, you can email me or you can go to my website and click on uh, one of the links and contact me directly.
1: Absolutely. And folks... Be sure to do it, because I got to tell you, you'll be blessed. You'll be absolutely uh, enamored with what and how she disseminates the knowledge that she has been given. Uh, when we talk about cancel culture in our country, and uh, full disclosure to everybody listening, uh, wherever you are, uh, both Dr. Swain and I are happen to be black and conservative in America and uh, for the most part, I guess we vote uh, Republican for our own reasons. But there's a, ca- a cancel culture that's happening in uh, this country now, Dr. Swain. And you were saying on Fox News the other night that this is detrimental to the black community. How so? Talk to us about it.
5: Well it's not just the council culture, it's the critical race theory and some of the philosophies that have invaded our churches, our K-12 through schools. And when you look at what's happening in the area of education, one of the things, now they say that math is racist and that it would not be, um, that it's racist to expect uh, black children to get the right answers to math problems. Uh, Rutgers University last year in the English department, they issued a statement that black uh, students did not have to be, uh, could not, they did not have to um, use standard English. They relaxed the English standards for black students at Rutgers University. And across the country, there are universities that are not only just having separate graduations and separate dorms, but some of them are having separate class sections for black students. So of resegregation. But when a teacher is teaching the nonsense, such as racist mathematics, they're not going to put the black and Hispanic kids in a corner and uh, teach them differently than they teach everyone else in the classroom. So they're not any right answers to math, and the teacher is uh, instructing her students uh, uh, that that is the case, and she's not checking homework. It means that all of the students that are unfortunate enough to have that teacher We end up not being qualified because math builds on itself. Like you can be good in arithmetic, and if you uh, lose it when you get to to algebra, you're not going to be able to do calculus. If you can't do basic math, you're not going to be able to get jobs as engineers, scientists, pharmacists, and maybe even cashiers.
1: Isn't this, Carol, then the ultimate expression of racism, when you say that and, and this is what it says to me, this is how it translate to my my black ears who grew up in the South and uh, been black all my life. This is what this is what this actually says to me. I, you too stupid uh, to actually compete. Uh, so we have to make this uh, dumbed down and easy for you so that you being stupid like you are because you're black uh this is what we're going to have to do to help you get to where you go this is is the if, if we stand for this if if we put up with this type of thing as americans and certainly as black americans then surely the end of a culture the end of a great society friends is coming to uh fruition carol when we talk about uh, racist math you You said it right, how nonsensical is, how nonsensical is that, and where are they going with it? what What's the end game in making this well, a racist issue? Think
5: about it If you think about this whole uh, arg- the arg- arguments that they're putting out there about white privilege and that whiteness itself uh, has a property interest, and that all white oppressors uh, they are above their minority victims, that's a white supremacy argument. And when they are resegregating the schools and resegregating the classes, that's just old-fashioned white supremacy. And unfortunately, that has been the history of the Democratic Party from the very beginning.
1: Yes, ma'am. It has been. And folks, that is as plain as it needs to be sent to you. There is a resegregation going on. And guess what? It's not Republicans. It's not Donald Trump. But when we look at the the, 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 um, uh, uh, invasion that's going on at the border, Dr. Carol Swain is my special guest. When we look at the invasion that's going on at the southern border, Carol, is there something in play there as far as the black community yes. is concerned? Talk to us.
5: It's broader than the black uh, community. I think that it's about taking down America. And there has been this focus and this attack on European culture, culture, and there are people who believe that the country you know, shouldn't be majority white, and it's fairly majority white. There are a lot of areas now that are majority minority. And I think that the Democrats see an opportunity to flood the country with bodies, to get the the people who come in dependent on them and the free money and free perks that they hand out, and to make America become a one-party state. And it would be a one-party state. and would be communist. And it's very unfortunate that a lot of uh, the uh, uh, alliances that's taking place now with the Biden White House, it's with China. And we know that uh, that where the virus came from, and we also know that uh, China is not our friend, that uh, they would conquer the U.S. if given a chance, and we shouldn't pretend that we have the same interests as they do, but we have people who are driven by this Marxist communist agenda who would do anything in their power to bring down our nation.
1: And you know, Carol, when I think about it, I, I think about how they are putting their operatives In various places because and how they can actually get them into the country. There are operatives now that have entered this country through our southern border that they could not have gotten in here unless there was an actual storming of of the border. So, yes, I do believe I do believe what you you just said, that there is a plan, there is an action even to take down uh, our great nation. How close are we to that? And is Joe Biden a willing tool in that? How close are we seeing to a president Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris, however you want to say it, Carol Swain?
5: I would say I would say that the America that I see now I scarcely recognize, and some of it has to do with what's taking place with big tech and the shutdown of free speech the Supreme Court's not willing to stand up um, really for the Constitution because we all know that, uh, and many Democrats and Republicans that there were election irregularities that uh, things that took place in the states that were against the state constitution. The court did not intervene and so we see the Supreme Court as the last line of defense and so if they don't stand up then under our system there are very few avenues left and right now The state government, the legislatures, uh, there's action that could be done at the local level, the state level, but with Joe Biden and the Democrats, I think that they're clear that their agenda is not America, and so forget America first. They would see that as racist, and Joe Biden himself, whoever he used to be, or whatever he used to be, he's no longer that person. And I see him very much as someone that is being led and manipulated and used.
1: And eventually tossed aside because his cognitive abilities apparently are impaired. This is what I want to ask you then
5: about. Well, they were impaired all along.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, they were. Let me ask you this uh, then, Carol. As far as uh, the, the presidency is concerned in the next two years, and and I don't believe that um, Ocasio-Cortez or Bernie Sanders could have actually brought us to spending more money under normal situations than we are spending right now. We're at 100% of our GDP. Nations collapse when they get to that. And I've never seen a nation, I've not read historically, where a nation recovered once they did rec- uh, collapse under the socialist burden of spending money. Talk to us about where we're headed with all of the spending, spending that's going on. Well,
5: I mean, we are definitely headed towards a collapse. And unless Republicans and well-meaning Democrats, because it can't be just us, it can't be just conservatives, unless we do something to change um the way it, the, the uh, circumstances surrounding our elections. There's no integrity in elections. A lot of conservatives will not vote unless some changes are made. And I don't see us having, um, there may be some backlash, but even now, conservatives are not doing what they should be doing because I think what they should be doing is when you turn on TVs and stuff like that, they should be buying up airtime. And I realize they can't make CNN or run an ad or MSNBC, but they need to be educating the American people, not to, just talking to conservatives about what's taking place in this country and how wrong it is. And they should be putting billions of dollars into a campaign, um, making people aware of what's taking place, educating them. You know and what- the critical race theory that's everywhere, that is against civil rights laws. It's against the Constitution. People need to stand up to it, but they need to understand
1: it first. I wanted to bring us full circle back to that, uh, and I'm glad that you opened that door on with Dr. Carol Swain. Uh, and let me ask you then, is the critical race theory uh, and the woke and the cancel culture thing, I called it the three-headed hydra on uh, one of my, my Works videos, um, is that then uh, 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 three heads a part of the same body being controlled and fueled by the same money, uh, this critical race theory? Talk to us about it. Got about four well, minutes, I mean,
5: China, but... even China's involved in funding it because they know that they keep division uh, going, and they use race, they use black people. Black people have always been used, but their grievances are being used to uh, to... To, to, to implement a lot of programs and policies that are against national interest, and blacks are being harmed in the process, and they will be discarded, you know, when they're no longer used. And we see, you know, with the influx of people that they're bringing in, those people are replacements for blacks in a lot of areas. And it is um, a zero-sum game when it comes uh, to jobs and housing, that type of thing. We're not a nation where there's so much plenty that we can accommodate everyone. And so I think that they have a clear agenda, but we have academia involved, we have big tech involved, we have the news media totally captured, and we have foreign interests involved. And we also don't have uh, intelligence agencies, CIA, FBI, DOJ, that we can trust.
1: And that is the shame of it all, is that we are now at a point well, we don't trust those who are in authority that we should be able to trust. Uh, Dr. Carol Swain, I, I really thank you and always am glad to have you on the show with me. Um, I, I really, I'm really, about to move down to Florida, and uh, I will be uh, relocating the show and everything there, and we certainly want to make you a part of the regular rotation once we go on to our YouTube channel. And so God bless you and God keep you. Tell us all once more how to get in touch with you.
5: Well, I would uh, encourage people to go to my website, com, and there you'll find my books, my podcast. I have a, a television show called Conversations with Dr. Carol Swain, It's on YouTube, Rumble, and now Binge TV uh, and network, and you can get that on smart TVs.
1: And that, friends, will be time well spent. Go and check her out. And, Carol, thank you again for being on with me. God bless and keep you. Fight the good fight. Talk to you soon.
5: Thank you. Bye.
1: I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant Show, and that was my friend, Dr. Carol Swain, on with me there, and she is fighting the good fight, as she always has, and uh, I do believe that uh, she will continue fighting that fight Uh, and I'm grateful also for having on with us Chris Ann Hall and her husband uh, Dr. J.C. Hall uh, earlier, doctors Chris Ann Hall and Dr. well we've had academia represented here in the house because we also had Dr. Carol M. Swain on with us as well and so uh, I am uh, hoping that you are packed full of um knowledge (laughs) here today and uh, it is one of those things friends where i certainly look forward to uh sharing with you as time goes by because right now as we began to look at relocating as we began to you know step up the game so to speak um uh, you, you have to i don 't know well first of all you got to clear your head because right now you got so many things that can actually clutter clutter your head you got to clear your head and um that 's what this process, especially in the last ninety days, has been about for me is sort of clearing my head and um getting some things out. Uh, as far as uh, the the last year had brought uh, that was really affecting uh, me and my performance uh, as uh, even even here on the radio and uh, you know you don't you don't necessarily see it because I try to be professional as far as that's concerned but friends I got to tell you just beginning to come back to being me and what I'm about you know and, and so forth and so I um, am grateful to all of you who have been there and stood with us and I gotta tell you something too this this shooting at that King Super I hadn't even thought about a King Super and, uh, and so forth um, but it was the place that you know Jane and I for the um, two months actually before she started taking her crash shopped at and so it's sort of a melancholy day for me talk to you in a minute be right back don't go anywhere Oh am
2: bowing
1: in reverence CL back with you on this fantastic day here in the USA yes still uh, a fantastic day in the USA for all of us who still believe in the ideals and the principles of um, this republic, and I do. And I know that there are tens of millions of you that do. At least I know there were 75 million of you, the last I checked in this last presidential election, that um, believed in the principles and tenets of our republic. That's how many people voted for Donald John Trump. Um, Hey, mail will be slower, more expenses, more expensive. So everything that you're wanting to do by mail, you better <laughs> yeah. A jury is set for ex cops trial in the Floyd death. Oh man, it, 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 you when you look back on it, it's you can see how it developed to where we are with the critical race theory uh cancel culture woke and then you take a look at a jury now being selected in the trial of the of um George Floyd in his death it starts on March 29th yeah and friends <laughs> I don't see an end to this. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see an end to this. I think you have procrastinated too long. That's what I think. I, I, I think that you, we, me, y- us, we have procrastinated too long. And we saw this coming. We saw this coming and we were cowed down by by all kinds of things being called ugly names. If you were a black conservative, if you were a Republican, if you were a Christian, uh, you, many times you, 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 you did not uh, let your witness or whatever be presented. You, you were slack in, in uh, letting your light shine, uh, going along to get along, let, fitting in to get in, you know, whatever, you know. I think we procrastinated a little too long. All of us. Bad behavior. Hey, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Any parent can tell you that if you reward bad behavior, if you uh, condone bad behavior, if you support bad behavior, guess what you get? More bad behavior. But there comes a point in time where it's too late to try and correct it. And friends, when we look at the over the 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 uh flooding at the border, the flooding that's going on at the border, we have been rewarding bad behavior for a long time. Yeah. We have been rewarding bad behavior for a long time and what are we getting it's not gonna stop that's what one of the immigrants said uh, when he was asked by griff griff jenkins jenkins um a couple of days ago well how long will this go on do you think griff asked him and the guy told him it's it's not gonna stop It's not going to stop. Well, uh with the attack on your gun rights and um, the infusion, the influx of um, illegal aliens into your country, our country, you know that there's going to have to be some drastic measures taken to correct this. And you know that uh, people aren't going to like what we're going to have to do to correct this. Huh? You know that, right? Because if we are to hold on to it at all, there's got to be some drastic measures taken to correct this. If they're not, if it's not going to stop it, if, if they, we, you have to stop it. Joe Biden's not going to stop it. Kamala Harris won't stop it. Drastic measures are going to have to be taken to correct this. Now, Chris Ann Hall was on with us and she was saying that what we have forgotten, that each state is sovereign. Each state is sovereign. And can refuse federal Mandates. You can refuse federal mandates. That's the only way that you're going to get these folks' attention, I'm telling you, is refusing what they're telling you to do. You can't. You can no longer just do that. No. You got to say no. No. And so that's where we are. And and friends, listen, when I look at... um how this all began, we go all the way back to Michael Brown or Trayvon Martin, you know, all of this was in play. Then it was, it, they just did not have the triggering mechanism that they have had in, in in secession. You see, it's been boom, 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 boom. Various things have happened. You know, Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, uh, you know, it just keeps triggering itself uh George Floyd you know he just keeps keep, they they have now perfected the triggering mechanism and we are being attacked on every front just about Americans we are being attacked on every front the onslaught is incredible and being flanked, we're being flanked at our southern border. These, needless to say, uh, <laughs> this is exactly what Donald Trump said. I, I might as well, t- you might as well, I don't care if you like it or not. I, mean, I know people don't want, don't want us to say uh, his name. I know people not even want you to say Donald. Are you kidding me? People don't even want you to say Donald Trump's name. Huh? The Biden administration's self-made crisis at the border and the unwinding of America's energy independence is destroying our country and enriching our oil-producing rivals According to former vice, former president of the United States Donald J. Trump, that's what he told a Newsmax Newsmax TV audience that um, it, it, it is it, it's killing us. Biden in less than he this January February March. Less than three months has become a catastrophe. Yeah. And that leaves Donald Trump somewhere in Southern Florida asking America, you left me for him? what? But, you know, because it happens. Regrets usually come from that. And, and I'll tell you something. It didn't take long to regret Joe Biden. Huh? What um, What we were not able to recognize... And what I'm talking about, not not me, not people who are Trump supporters or uh, conservatives in, in, in the right of it. What America was not able to recognize in Donald Trump was somebody who cared enough about them to just be themselves. And to try and protect them. From the boogeyman knowing that the boogeyman will get you because Trump saw America as a lamb in the woods and Joe Biden is a vicious well you know what he is the puppet of vicious wolves he's like a zombie who is the puppet of vicious wolves. That's Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden. He's a zombie. Who's the puppet of vicious wolves. He leads people to the, the, the caves, the layers of vicious wolves so that they can be torn apart. That is where we are headed right now. uh, Americans, we are being led to a place where we can be torn apart. That's no good. I'll be on Hannity. Oh, my. Broke up um, voice. I'll be on Hannity today, uh, 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock uh, Central, Hannity Radio. with uh, I think uh, I'll be in, in with Joe Pags, I believe, is uh, sitting in for Sean uh, today. I'll be on with them. We're going to be talking about what has happened and what went on with um, the idea And and you know what? I I sign on to it. I sign on to the idea that um, it is right to consider what um, Senator Ron Johnson is saying when uh, he talks about, or as he's being accused as all of you will eventually be accused of being racist in whatever way they want to call you a racist. Huh? I want you to understand that you had better understand, uh, you had better believe me that racism is now the brand for every thing Everything as far as the brainwashing of American young people. Now, uh, Senator Ron Johnson, Republican uh, of Wisconsin, has uh, said these things. And I want you to determine whether or not you uh, where you stand on this. Check this out. Uh, Senator Ron Johnson incited widespread Outrage when he said recently that he would have been more afraid of the rioters who rampaged the Capitol on January 6th uh, had they been members of Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Yeah, he said that. But his revealing, as it's being reported now, but his revealing an incendiary comment, which quickly prompted accusations of Racism came as quickly, uh, it came as no surprise to those who have followed Mr. Johnson's career in Washington or back home in Wisconsin. He has become a Republican Party's most foremost amplifier of conspiracy theories and Disinformation now that Donald Trump himself is banned from social media and largely avoiding appearances on cable television. Mr. Johnson is an all access purveyor of misinformation on serious issues such as the pandemic and the legitimacy of American democracy, as well as evoking the etymology of Greenland as a way to display the this place the effects of climate change all of the sacred cows have been mentioned and climate change being the temple of religion for liberals in this country and if you have ever you had ever spoken against the religion of climate change in this country, if you have ever done that, then you, my friend, are also on the public enemy list. If you have ever thought that somehow Black Lives Matter and Antifa equate to anything near what white supremacist or Trump supporters are, then you are not woke. No, you are not woke. And if you're not woke, you're not right. And if you're not right, you can't be a part of the new utopian society that they want to bring about with your tax dollars. You you cannot be a part of the society they want to build with your tax dollars. Their problem is, though, without you, they don't have any. Because all of their jobs are usually government jobs, government funded jobs. If you take back the money from government, they are without funds. They're stupid because they don't realize that without you, they don't have any money. Yeah, somehow they feel as though uh, this, and when we talk about Mike Johnson saying it on the show just yesterday, Mike Johnson said this on the show just yesterday, Congressman Mike Johnson, United States House of Representatives, you keep an an eye to the ground, ear ear out and eye out for Mike Johnson. He is going to be a premier legislator on Capitol Hill if he uh, doesn't decide to take the job. Of Attorney General in the State of Louisiana, I I, I that's a hard to toss up. It is a toss up. I would love to have Mike in the State of Louisiana, but I but now that I'm leaving Louisiana, uh, I want to see Jeff Landry as governor. But it's hard to say. But listen, we've already spent out. We've already spent more money than we have. That's what Mike Johnson said on the show yesterday. We have already spent more money than we have. We've already run out of other people's money. The Chinese are gleefully watching us twist in the wind under the administration of Joe Biden because Joe Biden is doing everything he can to handicap America. And I'm going to tell you in the last segment why I think drugs are going to absolutely boom in this country. I'm going to tell you exactly why I think that the Chinese are going to have, in the next two years, no doubt about it, and it's going to be absolutely bloody to try and stop this Oh, friends, you need to hear me. Please hear me, friends. It is going to be absolutely nasty. Trying to stop this nasty. And the fight is on right now. You must decide which side you're on. You have to choose today. C.L. Bryan's show will return. I'm C.L. Don't go anywhere. Be back. Homestretch. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So
0: you cleaned me up inside
1: Stand up for America, then Americans stand up, stand up, stand up, God bless you God bless America. I do the best I can always the hell in the heaven hand and for the flag I stand. I wonder if you ever wonder. Why Joe Biden? Why the Chinese? Why you don't hear from Hunter Biden at all, at all, anymore? Why is it that drugs will be flooding uh, our borders? Fentanyl will be coming across our borders. You will be seeing deaths from fentanyl over the next few months begin to rise. But because the news media is... I think they're beginning to come around because the one thing the news media does not like is to be shut off from information. They cannot go into the camps down on the uh, Rio Grande, and they're ticked off about that. They do not like being denied access. That is one thing the press will turn on just about anybody for doing to them, and that is denying them access although we'll see what happens here we will see what happens here but i feel as though as in everything only thing you you have to do is follow the money follow the money And I think if you follow the money from China through Hunter Biden to even Honduras, uh, Central America, I believe that you will find that the Biden family is, uh, yeah, although as good as his mask, most likely his mask very well. I'm sure it is but i'm sure also that if you follow the money trail you will see why we will be uh, sold to the chinese in the next few months you're on the chopping block there has to be uh something uh, coming from us in the next few months in order to stop this and um you're seeing the formations of it. Pay attention. Pay attention. You're seeing the formations of it. There are various entities and things that are being put in place on our side. Although we can't trust any of the... It's it's hard to trust. It's hard to trust any of the so-called establishment Republicans. I don't know why they don't like us. I think it's because they have been a part of that swamp for so, so long. But I think if you follow the money, you will understand why Joe Biden needed to be president of the United States. Joe could tag along for another 20, 30 years. He really could is modern medicine is being uh, amplified uh, and you know and uh, as much as it is joe's nearly 80 years old and in truth an 80 year old man can still live another 20 years easily easily and in good health and he's in good health he's just not you know his sharp sharpest tool in the shed anymore And they don't like to put him up in front of nobody so that you can see that he's not the sharpest tool in the shed anymore. So that's going to make this uh, address that he's going to have coming up this Thursday even more interesting, isn't it? Huh? How long do you blame Donald Trump for everything that goes on in uh, the world? How, How long do you do that? How long, do you, do you, you know, it was, <laughs> I hate to say it, but the truth is uh, the way the economy and everything turned around when Trump took office and the way people went back to work when Trump took office, it was easy to see that what was wrong with uh, our nation was Barack Obama. Because the minute he was out, things got better. And guess who's back? Well, it appears to be Barack Obama. Because uh, the minute that, uh, and it's almost the minute that, J- that Joe Biden was sworn in, people start losing their jobs And things got worse. You don't have to be a, 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 an economic... You don't have to be Steve Moore. You don't have to be an economics guru. You don't have to be Steve Moore, my good buddy, Steve Moore. Steve and I were in Orlando together just a few couple of weeks ago. Uh, shout out to Steve and everything that he's doing. Great guy. Um, you don't have to be a Steve Moore. You don't have to be an economic guru to see that... Uh, when Obama left office, economically, and uh, unemployment, uh, business, everything began to boom after he left off. When Obama left office, the economy began to boom because of the regulations. See, Donald Trump did exactly what Joe Biden did. He rolled back things that Obama had put in by order. By EO, executive order. By rolling back the Obama things, the economy boomed. You don't have to be an economics uh, major to know that. When Trump steps aside temporarily and you insert Joe Biden, for whatever reason, into that place, well, I guess so that he can roll back what was making us prosperous, safe at our southern border as well, I I guess that's why you put him there, so he could roll that back. But can't you see that things now are absolutely worse? We're back to Obamaland. Things are absolutely worse than they were. Incredibly worse than they were before we exiled the only legitimate president of the United States, because Joe Biden is a pretender and i'm yeah i'm I'm sorry, you know whatever, I believe he's a pretender. Who is running this country anyway? Who's, who's, is anybody asking that question? Yeah, I've asked that question. Everybody's asking that question. Guess, who, guess who's asking that question that uh, you really would not want asking that question? Our enemies. People who hate us. They are asking that question. And you don't want them asking that question because it's not apparent. They, they they evidently know that it's not Joe Biden. Otherwise, they're, they wouldn't be asking the question. They did know that they had a formidable opponent in Donald John Trump. Our enemies knew they had a formidable opponent in Donald John Trump. They don't even know what to make of Joe Biden. They have no clue. What to make of him? So, only thing I got to say is, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. What we're gonna see? What are we gonna see? We're gonna see what you're gonna do. We'll see. What you're going to do? We'll see. Because you can do what you've been doing. Do you realize since, um, and we were on fire. I know it's time. It's it's time for, and, and, and hey, here it goes. It's time for a Rick Santelli rant again. Can't you see this? It's time for us to throw some. Tea into the harbor again, folks. Can't you see? This is out of control. We reined it in back in 2009. We reined it in. And then we had uh, the, the, the emergence of the grassroots movement, the tax enough already movement, Tea Party we had the tax enough already movement and things were booming things were doing good and then we began to you know what happened you know exactly what happened right things were going so good we stopped doing the things that we that made us what we were because of what personalities that's the truth of it and republicans the reason we're looking at it, the reason and I vote republican 99% of the time I can't remember the last democrat I voted for it may have been john milkovich but 99% of the time um, we break up mess up and lose because of personality and because we begin to care who gets credit for this and get credit for that. I've never been one who cares, who gets credit for anything. As long as the job is done, you can give credit to Scooby-Doo. I don't care. As long as the job gets done. That's one of the things I go to FreedomWorks.org, by the way, FreedomWorks.org and become a part of a movement um, to build, educate and mobilize the largest grassroots movement in the nation. I'll be uh, in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, over the weekend, and I look forward to seeing my friends there in Nashville, Tennessee. And so uh, I certainly hope that all of you will take heart and understand that, uh, Mr. Franklin, as you said to us, you've given us a republic if we can keep it. Well, friends, we have come to the point, we have come down to the place where that question has to be answered, can we keep it? Are we up to the task of keeping the republic? Friends, that is where we are now. That is a question we have to ask ourselves. Our children, believe it or not, are actually being used as tools to pry it out of our hands. Interesting situation that we face as Americans. Well, I do want to thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform Who defend our right to speak our mind? I'll be on Hannity uh, Radio here in a few hours, uh, the 5 o'clock hour in the East, 4 o'clock in the Central Time. And I pray that God will bless until I'm able to talk to you again and keep you all.
4: through.